Today we are here with for our very last episode of this year and my last ever. Um, and we are here with Talia Bauer and Alyssa Harmon, who are our leaders from last year on Peer Team. And um, we're going to be talking to them about the transition from high school into college and, you know, kind of their experiences with that. So, yeah, let's hear from them. So the first question that we have for you guys today is what is the hardest part about the transition from high school into college? And then what is something that could have made that a little bit easier for you? Um, I think the hardest thing for me transitioning into college is figuring out how to establish like friendships there and like figuring out how those friendships are different than the ones back home because you're living with them like 24-7. So it's not just like you see them at school for a few hours and then you go home and you're with your family. Like these are the people that you live with. So it's like it's difficult to like establish like boundaries and like it's difficult to like establish time where like you're by yourself and like time like where you're with them. Um, And I think like something that would make it easier is remembering to um, keep time to yourself too. That's, yeah, I would totally, totally agree with that. Um, In addition, another thing for me that's been a little difficult um, adjusting to is work-life balance. Um, Because in college, you, I mean, you live in the dorms, you're constantly surrounded by um, friends, and a lot of times, like, all you want to do is hang out with friends, um, because it is a very, like, active and lively environment. Um, But you do have, you do have school, and that's the you know, the the most important thing. So I think it, it could be difficult at first, learning how to balance um, hanging out with friends and doing social events or attending social events and then setting aside time by yourself, finding a quiet study area to sit down and study for a few hours every day. So um, I think it definitely just comes down to learning how to prioritize um, which you guys definitely learn a little bit in, uh, like, high school, for sure. But I think just making sure that you have your priorities set um, and you'll be good. Okay, so follow-up question. Um, Because the dorm life is so, like, lively and active all the time, is there something that you would advise people to, like, adjust to that? Um, People that are used to just, like, having a more quiet environment? I mean, I think it, like, depends on, like, what you make it. Like, if you want it to be a more quiet event, uh, quiet uh, space, like, you can make it a more quiet space. It really just depends on, like, you and, like, making sure, like, that you get what you need. Like, you can always, like, leave and, like, go somewhere quiet. Or you can always, like, ask your roommate to, like, leave the room for a little bit if you need, like, some time alone. Um, so I think it's just, like, open communication with that and, like, figuring out, like, um, what works best for you. Yeah, I also think, like, like... Additionally, setting aside time for yourself is super, super important. Um, just because, like, being around people all the time could can be a little draining at times, so it's important to make sure that you are resting because college is, is a lot and you're going to be tired a lot of the time, so it's definitely important to... to um, to take time for yourself. So again, what um, like what Alyssa was saying, you can, you know, always ask your roommate to leave the room or something like that. But I also um, I like to go on walks and things like that. Um, it's good to get fresh air. So yeah, I think going on walks is super um, important and a good way to to get alone time. 
Yeah, and just a follow-up question to that. What is your favorite place to go to get, like, some alone time, some just space for yourself? Um, So it is, like, like I would say, um, like, going on walks just around campus. Um, for me, I go I go to Cal Poly, so it's a pretty nature-y uh, campus. So, you know, I can go on hikes and stuff. There's lots of hikes. Um, I would totally go to the beach, but I don't have a car. So it's kind of it is a little bit hard to get to find alone time when you don't have a car, um, but yeah, I would say going on walks for sure. You can go to the library too. I go to the library a lot to study, but it is. I mean, I don't know if I'd go to the library just for alone time because it can be a little bit of a stressful environment just because, you know, it is like a very school or academic centered place. Um, I think for me, my favorite place to go where I need alone time is probably, like, in the park. There's, like, a big park in the middle of my school, um, and there's, like, cute little benches there. Or if, like, that, if my roommate's not in the room, then just, like, in my room. Um, so it really just depends on, like, the weather, too. Like, if it's cold outside and it's, like, nighttime, then um, at UC Irvine, like, in the park, like, it's really cold. And, um, but, yeah, if it's, if it's, like, nice weather, then I'll go out into the park. But if not, then I'll just, like, stay in my room. Um, so the process of finding a roommate, because I know a lot of people I've talked to are really stressed about that or worried they won't like them or like worried about adjusting to sharing a living space uh, and being with someone 24-7 or multiple people um, in such a small, like enclosed area. What was that process like for you guys? And tell us a little bit about your experience with your roommates. So for me, I so I live in a triple. So I have two roommates. Um, but my first roommate, I actually met over, we had like, Cal Poly had like an open house type thing. So it was for like admitted students. So it wasn't like an orientation. But um, a lot of people who went to the open house, I uh, end up, like they end up going, they ended up going to Cal Poly. But my first one I met over open house. I didn't know she was going to be my roommate. We just met and exchanged contact and in, contact info and whatever. And around the time of like roommate, um, hunting she uh she reached out to me and asked if we want if I want to be a roommate and I was like yeah for surely and then um <laughs> for surely. and then there was this other app that I don't know if it's going to be a big thing but the app patio was like huge uh I don't know if Lisa, do you remember that app uh yeah we didn't really use it that much but yeah yeah so I know a lot of people used patio and it was like I don't even know how to describe it. Like, kind of an Instagram-y type situation. Um, you had a profile, and then you put, like, interests. I mean, I guess it was, like, kind of like Tinder, honestly. But um, but basically, there were, like, multiple group chats for your college, and you had to enter some, like, code. But it was, I don't know, it was a whole thing. But I'm sure if it's a thing this year, um, you guys will figure it out. But basically, my roommate and I that I met during open house decided we wanted to be in a, th- a triple. So we found our third roommate um, off of that. And we all get along super, super well. Um, my roommate's names, I don't know if I should be like dropping <laughs> my, their names, but uh, Skylar and Sarah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I, yeah. So I do live with two other people, which can be a lot sometimes. Um, but I think, again, like, trying to find alone time is is super important. Um, for me, I thought about trying to pick a roommate, but it got to be a lot. And so I decided I was just going to go in random, which actually worked out really well for me. Um, me and my roommate, 
I'm in a triple too, but I don't have another roommate, so it's just me and one other girl. Um, but we live together, and it's like we don't like talk a lot, but like we get along and like we live together, and that's like basically it. Like you really don't have to be best friends with your roommate. Um, it's just like making sure that like you're respectful of their space and like you like get along to like where you're not fighting and like not having like a bunch of issues. Like really like. She just kind of, like, lives in my room, but, like, I think that's, like, how it works out best for us, so, yeah. Would you say you guys had similar experiences with meeting friends as you did as roommates? And also, what would you recommend for people that are nervous about being in a new place and making friends? Um, I don't think I <laughs> met my friends similarly to, like, how I met my roommate. Um, and, like, me and my roommate aren't really, like, friends. I think, like... In the beginning when I was making friends, I, like, went around to, like, other people's dorms and I, like, tried to, like, um, talk to them as much as possible and I tried to, like, meet as many people as possible. And especially, like, in that first week of college, um, there were lots of opportunities to meet new people and um, I think, like, just taking all those opportunities, even though it can be a little bit exhausting and, like, keep your door open, like, when you're first there and, like, so that people can, like, come around and, like, say hi if they want. Um, But... Yeah, I think just, like, putting yourself out there, like, being open to opportunities, like, taking advantage of, like, all the opportunities given to you to, like, make the most out of your first week is what I'd say. Yeah, I think for me as well, um, definitely that first week. I mean, even, like, the first few weeks of school are super, super important because everyone is in, like, the same boat that you are. And I know that, like, you guys probably get told that all the time. But it really is true. Like, I know, I mean... I was, like, a little bit shyer, so I didn't do this as much, but a lot of my friends would, like, go up to random people and be like, oh, my God, like, I love your outfit, like, let's, like, they literally would be like, I love your outfit, like, let's be friends, you know what I mean? And it was, like, totally normal. Um, But, yeah, I know for me, we had an orientation for, like, the first three days that we, like, after we got to campus, and I met, like, two of my best friends um, on that, Uh, during that orientation because they were in my group so a lot of my friends I'd say are like in my dorm and like I dorm with them kind of um and I I'm also in a sorority so I think being in the sorority also helps me to to meet friends as well what sorority are you in I'm in AKL yeah tell us a little bit about that process because I know there's some people that are really interested in that yeah okay So I really, like, throughout high school didn't think that I'd join a sorority just because, I mean, I could I could go on about the stigma of, of sorority and, you know, like, Greek life and stuff. But I, I really didn't think I was going to. But I think once I started, like, it started nearing, like, the end of summer, I really decided that, like, I love, like, having a group of girls, like, to rely on and like to like to support me and to support um so I feel like being in a sorority really reminds me of like a kind of St. Francis like um thing so for me the rushing process is a little bit difficult like for sure um it it can be really exhausting because for us it was over two weeks but only during the weekends and we'd wake up at like seven something and be out um like walking around to all the houses and and meeting people meeting like so many different people like like a hundred people and it was we were out for like 12 hours a day it was hot 
Um, so it was definitely a lot, but I mean, you get, I, I really liked meeting a lot of people. It was just, it can be a little bit exhausting sometimes, but I really liked meeting a lot of people and I, I really do love, um, my sorority. It's, it's been super fun and I've met a lot of great people. So I think it's definitely worth it, but I also think like, don't feel pressure to be in Greek life like at all, you know, because I know people who are in Greek life who love it. I know people who are not in Greek life and love not being in Greek life. So I think it's, like, totally, like, whatever floats your boat. Awesome. And then last but not least, um, is there anything you wish you would have known during the process of college admissions or um, choosing a college or even the summer before you went to college? Anything you wish you would have known that um, would have maybe eased a little bit of the anxiety or made the process a little bit simpler for either of you? Um, I think something for me, like, in the summer before going to college that was, like, really nerve-wracking was, like, my roommate situation um, because, like, I didn't know who they were. I didn't know, like, if I did along with them. Um, but I think, like, being, like, in, like, almost being, like, with her for, like, a year, like, I've realized that, like, you can work it out. Like, if you don't like your roommate, you're, like, you can switch it. Like, nothing's really, like, that permanent in that sense. And, like, I think I was also really worried about, like, making friends and finding friends, um, in college but I think like there are so many opportunities to put yourself out there like you just have to take those opportunities and um like make sure that like you're doing what feels right for you and like you're doing like what makes you happy like in this new environment yeah I think I also agree I was I think I was for sure anxious about um meeting friends but I mean I really do think like put yourself out there but also like you will find people and people will find you um everywhere you know like in your classes especially I think dorming like dorming really really helped me because you know everyone wants to meet friends you're going to be seeing people like in your dorms like walking in and out of their rooms and you know there's little dorm events that a lot of times the RAs do so I think you're definitely going to find your people um and if it's not in the first week or the first month or the first quarter semester whatever like that's totally fine like you're gonna meet you're gonna meet your people um and they're going to love you, and you're going to love them. I think just, like, something else, just, like, be friendly with everyone. Like, you're going to be seeing these people around campus, and, like, especially in your dorms, like Talia was saying, like, those people in my dorms that I've met, like, have been my friends for a long time, and, like, I see them all the time, and even if you're not friends with them, like, being friendly is really important to, like, just, like, see these people around campus and, like, have, like, a familiar face around, but, yeah. All right, thank you, guys. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks for all that um, helpful information. <laughs> and uh, Lola, I have a question for you. Sure. How are you? Uh, how is how is the college process going for you? What what would you say to uh, to juniors that are about to be going through the college process right now? Um, what's some piece of advice you got? Um, don't put too much like pressure on the names with the schools you're applying to because it really is a lottery and um, I know so many people that you know are really wanting to go to like UCLA or Stanford or Berkeley or whatever and they're not getting in and they're so upset and wrecked over that Um, but at the end of the day like 
it really is a lottery. It really is for a certain group of people and you're going to end up where you need to end up, which people have been telling me since the beginning. And I'm always like, literally, that's not true. But, um, and it's really annoying to hear that when you're in the process, cause you have your mind set on something that you really want to do. But I think keep your mind open and, um, don't put all your, uh, eggs into one basket. Real. Um, don't like, are like don't mentally commit to a school before you even get in because then when or if you don't get in it's gonna be really (laughs) it's gonna be a lot harder than it is if you weren't so set on it um and again it says nothing about you if you're not getting into the schools because it's it's kind of a scam and it's a dumb process and um you'll end up where you want to end up and that's the end yeah i also think oh oh <laughs> I think you'll also find friends wherever you go to. And so it's always just important to be friendly and to put yourself out there, even if it's just for a little bit. But there's always people with like interests. I mean, if you're applying to a college, there's probably someone who has similar interests with you, too. Yeah, I think um, also you're going to be successful wherever you go. You know, whatever, no matter what you define as success... Um, if it's finding a job, meeting friends, like whatever, finding your your niche. Um, is that who? Is it niche? Just say both. Like very <laughs> weird words. Niche, niche. Yeah. niche. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't think you're making sense. Just say community. <laughs> or if it's you know finding your your passion in life, um, you're gonna find success anywhere you go. Or if you don't decide to go to university, like you're, it's, it really is like what you make of, of life. And Brooke, you're actually a junior. So do you want to talk a little bit about the process of gearing up towards looking at colleges and what's that, what that's been like for you? And, um, yeah, to say a little something about the end of your junior year. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of pressure to, Just, like, keep your grades up and trying to add all these extracurriculars and activities to build up your resume so you have a better advantage, I guess, of going, of getting into these colleges like this and, like, taking the SAT and the ACT, like, you always just are pressured to try your hardest and it's also a little, how do I say this? I guess nervous um, with being a student athlete too because there are people who I know like are already committed and so it can be a little anxious and nervous for people who aren't and just with that extra load it's important to keep your mind on it when it's important to always just try your best and realize you're not like everyone else and you're different and you're your own special person, but just to focus on you and what you can do best. Awesome. Okay. Um, so cool. Bye. All right. Okay. So we are here with Miss Austin and we're going to ask a few questions about the transition to college. Do you want to like introduce yourself, say what you do at St. Francis? Sure. So I'm Miss Austin. I've been at St. Francis for almost 25 years and I have been a college advisor for about 15 of those 25 years. 
Awesome. Okay. So the first question that we want to ask is, do most colleges have the same sort of support services like we do here at St. Francis, like wellness or guidance or anything that like both academically and mentally? Sure. So, um, I think almost all colleges and universities are going to have some level of support similar to what we offer. They might call it different things. Um, it might not be as intimate or as easily accessible, like, you know, walking down the hall and popping into an office. Um, but a lot of them would have something along the lines of a counseling center where you'd either have professional counselors and or peer. Well, for sure, professional counselors, <laughs> maybe some peer counselors as well. Um, a lot of schools have like a health and wellness center. Mm -hmm. So that's probably more like the health center would be the medical side of it. And then the wellness center might be the well-being, right? Where mm -hmm. you might have um, peer um, advisors on um, health and diet and exercise and, and um, you know, things like that. Or they might offer groups. Um, and then there are some colleges actually that assign every student to a life coach, which is super cool. And um, that life coach might stay with that student through their four years of college. And they're there to be that in-between resource person to help you find exactly what you need, but also to like guide you to, mm -hmm. to services that you might want. So yeah, so colleges have a wide range. It could be called different things, but you're going to find a lot of the same services at most schools. Okay. And do you know, like, depending on if it's a bigger school or a smaller institution, are teachers usually pretty understanding about mental health needs or is it depend where you are so it probably depends a lot where you are but my guess would be that the bigger the school the more challenging it is okay. to communicate with your professors about that um, at smaller schools you might have um, a counselor that can reach right out to a professor and let mm -hmm. them know what a student is going through at a large school with 30,000 students that's yeah. probably going to be impossible so that means that students need to be um, self-advocates you know they have to get comfortable with being able to talk to their professors or instructors or TAs um, about what their needs are. And also if they get any services, they have to be super proactive for the most part about, okay. about um, communicating. Awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. And do you have any tips on how to manage classes and time in college, like balancing social and academic Ooh. life? Because that's very different in college it's than in high school. very different. So I think one of the most challenging things for that transition to college is going from having a structured day, right, eight to three, um, you know, our bell schedule, et cetera, to all of a sudden, like, oh, I don't have classes on Fridays mm -hmm. or, you know, I don't have class till noon on Monday and Wednesday, or you could have two full days off during the week with nothing scheduled. And if you don't have a job, which I love campus, on-campus jobs for students to get them connected to school life, et cetera, but if you don't have a job um, to start with, you can have a lot of unstructured time and a lot of students have challenges with, with their time management. It can feel like I have so much time in between class but there's a lot of reading to do, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of assignments. And I will also say that the pace of um, schools that are on a quarter or trimester system versus a semester system, quarters or trimesters go really, really fast. And um, so it's just really kind of working on some of those time management skills, mm -hmm. not procrastinating as much as that's easy for me to say and hard to do because <laughs> I'm a procrastinator, um, not putting everything off till the last minute and realizing that 
even though someone might not be taking attendance in class because maybe there's 300 students in your class, Mm -hmm. you're still responsible for all of that work. And it can be very tempting to not go to class. So my advice would be go to class, (laughs) take notes. Don't wait until the last minute. Um, But you also want to balance that though, right? With some fun stuff. Um, Getting involved in campus, either through some clubs, through intramural sports, through doing things um, with people that live in your dorm, Um, getting out and seeing the the town or the Mm -hmm. city or the the area where you're living, especially if it's new to you. Um, All of those things are as important as well. Um, But there's not going to be anyone there telling you to do your work. So it's really important that you keep up with that on your own. And going off of that a little bit, what do you find is usually the hardest part about the transition to college, especially for St. Francis students? And then what do you think would be the easiest? I think one of the hardest parts is sometimes being, um, especially for people that go to a large public university, um, being in a class now where they may never have a face-to-face experience with a professor Mm -hmm. and used to sitting in a class of, right, like 25 or 30 and your teacher knows you pretty well. Um, You can, you know, chat after class or they just, they, they just, have much more of a relationship with you to sometimes feeling anonymous, especially Mm -hmm. depending on the size of school that a student goes to. Um, I think that most St. Francis students are very well prepared to write papers. Mm -hmm. Um, Their St. Francis education prepared them pretty well to be able to tackle a college essay. So whereas students coming from other schools, that's probably the hardest thing is writing a paper. Um, I feel like most St. Francis students, when we hear back from them, that was easy for them. They might've been the only person in their door and like (laughs) knew how to write that paper. Um, But it's also, like I mentioned, it can, depending on the classes you're taking, it can be a lot of reading that can really sneak up on you. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's, it's, um, it all, it really all comes back to like balancing and making sure you're making good use of your time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you have any advice on how to get to know your professors better? Like I know some of them have like out, outside office hours or just things outside of class that you can do? Yeah, I think that there are probably a lot of students that never take advantage of those office hours. Mm -hmm. Um, And often, you know, a professor, I mean, they have to have those office hours. So if you go and ask questions um, or even just get to know them a bit, that can always be helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's a really big class in a large lecture hall sitting in the front, Mm-hmm. Um, to make sure that you're kind of cueing in on what the teacher is saying, etc., um, it can be helpful. And um, I think just remembering that, like, sure, this is a person with expert knowledge in this particular subject area, but at the end of the day, they're just a person. Right. You know, they're teaching young people because they want to teach young people. Right. Um, and that get it, trying to get to know them, especially if it's a bigger class, can be really valuable. Okay. And so for any of our juniors that might be listening, what should they do to start the process so they're a little bit less stressed and overwhelmed? Yeah. Well, take a deep breath and relax. (laughs) (laughs) Again, easier said than done. Um, I think that if between now and the beginning of junior year, if juniors are able to really start looking at why they think a college could be a good fit for them mm-hmm. um, can be valuable. So, you know, when you're talking about a school with 35,000 students and a school with 3,000 students, those are very different in terms mm-hmm. of the way that they do school. And um, if if you want to be anonymous in a large school, that's great. Look at those. But if you really feel like you're you're going to be better served at some smaller schools, um, look at those and find some that, well, really my, my main 
key point would be to make sure that you're looking at lots of colleges with lots of different um, selectivity, right? Mm -hmm. um, because at the end of the day, the, our, the term we like is our yes, yes, yes school, which is yes, I will get in, yes, I can afford it, and yes, I will love it. And our hope is that at the beginning of senior year, everyone has a couple of those. Mm -hmm. um, but take advantage of the summer to do even just the online tours and online info sessions if you can't get somewhere in person. Um, and then looking at um, colleges, looking at the majors that they offer, how they do school, things like that would be helpful. Awesome. Okay. okay. And do you have any additional advice or insights for our current seniors or juniors? Um, I mean, it's all going to work out. <laughs> it all works out in the end, regardless of where anyone ends up. And you know what? And if it seems like it's not going to, people transfer colleges. Yeah. You know, we have one time I was at a graduation for a college and the girl was like, I've been, the, the speaker was like, I've been a horned frog and a banana slug and a <laughs> spider and I'm proud to be an Aggie. And she was graduating from UC Davis. She had transferred like four times. Yeah. You know, it's like, it'll all work out. You'll find mm -hmm. a good place for you. Even if the place that you thought was amazing isn't, there's another place mm -hmm. that'll, that'll, so everyone just trust in that there's a great path for you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank okay. you so much. That's all right. going to help a lot okay. of students. Bye. Thank you.